Am, am I starting us? Do it. Uh, yep. <laughs> okay, cool. I will intro us. That that should just be the that should really just be the intro every time. It's like, uh, who's doing the intro? I'm putting in that in the episode this time. So <laughs> that's that's fine. So, welcome to the Winning Sometimes show, uh, where Emiliano, Clint, and I share our joy and sometimes hatred for all things gaming, gaming, tech, and today, we once and for all settle the great debate, which platform is best. That's right, we're going to finally settle the debate between PC, console, and mobile, and we're going to let you know which one the real gamers use. Strap yourselves in for a completely objective analysis of all the gaming platforms in this episode. Uh, for those of you who are not uh, familiar with our show, uh, that's sarcasm. Uh, if I like, if I ever do the intro, don't trust it. That's really what you. I'm just giving you all that ahead of time. Just don't trust it when I do the intro. Just throw it out there. Um, but we are going to be talking about. Um, <clears throat> gaming right on different consoles and how different pros and cons of each um we have no object objectiveness objectivity there we go that's the one i was looking for we have no ability to be objective right so that you're probably not going to get an objective uh kind of analysis here but we are going to talk about kind of what we like um what it is that uh we uh we prefer about each uh each platform so uh, i'm going to throw it to uh to crack first i'm gonna throw it over to clint uh which platform is best Objectively, so of I have course. this foam finger for my platform of choice, and it is wow. not actually a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I was like, man, yeah. he, he's got like props and everything. He's all kinds of prepared. No, I, 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 my favorite platform is PC, but that's there's some key reasons why I, I played console for forever actually i think most of my gaming you know most of the time that i've ever gamed um but i have played a lot of mobile um yeah yeah pc is my favorite though because of modding um because you can choose your own performance profile you can choose to tweak things like i'm kind of a tech nerd so i i like digging into things and making them work how you know how i want them to obviously everyone has a budget so you can't you have to have the hardware to get the performance you want but even if you have low performing hardware like really just old old stuff like you can you can squeeze it out like you could probably get 60 fps off of a, you know a six or seven year old computer uh which you cannot do in console like console it's like oh you just 30 off the top i mean now it's getting to be 60 for a lot of games um on the new newest gen but Six or thirty off the top, and then most games, if they're not por- you know properly optimized, which I mean a lot of games aren't nowadays, right? <laughs> we'll uh, we'll release it now and fix it later. Is is the is the mantra that a lot of publishers do, which is stupid. In another another podcast, I, I think that's on every platform. Yeah, yeah, that is a completely <laughs> different podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, provided that. Oh, I was talking about console. Yeah, they just, yeah. Sometimes it's even lower than thirty FPS, which is just, just makes your eyes bleed. <laughs> what about you? See, like Matt? I, I, I can, can you tell who the guy who games on PC all the time? Well, well, see, but I, I have a counterpoint to that, and um, because I grew up from before you were born, and um, <laughs> it. I, I, I did a lot of PC gaming back when I was a lot younger, yeah. you know, and my biggest issue with PC On gaming. like your 486? Y- yes. For, there was a point when people didn't think that, was, was it a Pentium? That the Pentium was the max that we could go speed wise. They didn't think we could get past that. Who's and a couple they? years later, oh, you know, now we're gig. Who cares about Pentium anymore? But um, yes, the 486s, Pentiums, that was my era, so to speak. And... Um, the problem that I had is that like every couple of months, I was constantly having to get more RAM, was having to get a new video card. It feels like nowadays things have stabilized a little bit where uh, the, the the hardware will, um, you know, for a year or more, you can kind of get by. 
but it felt like, and again, maybe I'm not remembering it quite correctly, but I just remember back in my day, you know, the constant updates, constant having to buy new equipment, new motherboards, because, because you know, a new CPU would come out, yeah. make a new motherboard, because it wouldn't fit the new one. A right. new, new motherboard meant, meant new graphics card, meant new CPU, meant new case, because the cases were all a little different. Yeah. So I just remember back in that, you know, being tired of like every couple of months having to basically make a new PC and consoles. If you were up to date, yeah. Yeah. And consoles at that point were like, were a breath of fresh air because I can have a console for a couple of years and not worry about memory, CPU. And it would work. Granted, it wasn't the top quality, whatever. But it was tried and true. But in, yeah. But in, but in the era of 486s and Pentiums, you know, the quality wasn't quite as wide as it, as it was, um, yeah. you know, back in the Xbox 360 and Xbox one days, I felt like, you know, it, it there was a little less distance between the, the demographics wise. Um, so, so, I mean, I don't know, here, 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 you talk, I'm like, man, I remember having to update, update <laughs> my hardware so much, Yeah, you know, so I got tired of it. I, that's kind of what drove me into console gaming. That's, extremely interesting to me because uh, first of all i was thinking like 2000 and, and beyond which i mean your first comment like yeah that's that's the difference between our line of thinking uh yeah, is when yeah. we were born and when we started gaming um but i was gonna say who's they like you like the pentium one or the pentium two or what the the elders of the yeah they, yeah i they i don't remember if the... they were involved with like moore's law was made like 20 years before the Pentium 2. <laughs> so like, like, I don't know. How, how... Cause I, I, I remember 386s. <laughs> yeah. I remember 486s. Then we got to the Pentiums and I was getting tired of it at that point. Right. And, 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 I, and I remember there was, there was a point where like there was, and, and again, this is like f- f- fog of years in my brain and being an old man. But I remember there was a point where people were saying that CPUs couldn't get any faster that like this is this is it like you know the this is the speed that we're going to be at and then like the next year all of a sudden they're getting like in gig and i'm like whoa okay this is crazy yeah you know it just That's... felt like there was a time period where things were just you know leapfrogging so dang much you well know? i i can understand that because i've played games from you know the 90s and the 80 like late 80s early 90s king's quest Police yeah quest, sierra or, sierra games you, ssi gold box games and you'd have all kinds of weird issues and the uis like the the user interfaces were never very like easy to figure out you had to have the manual for everything so like the design for a console being sleek you know straight you've got your buttons you got your clicker and you move it like okay wait 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 here let, let me tell you this yeah do you know how we got demos back in the day cds or, or from floppy. magazines yes from magazines they were in so, magazines. you know you know how we got dlc or updates to programs that we had the yep. same magazines on the disc yep. would have like a list of demos and a list so, of patches that you could apply we are brothers ronan that's how i started <laughs> my game my pc gaming life was ah, so great. i would get those demo discs and i'd load them up yeah. and i was a six-year-old loading up the yeah. a drive <laughs> which is the disc drive Opening yeah. it up and then. All right, I'm just gonna throw it out there that y'all are stupid classy. <laughs> if y'all had CDs, okay. if you were not using like the five inch no, like no, 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 floppy no. drives or whatever, five and a quarter, yeah. five and a quarter so, floppy, three and a half hard sorry, disk. Sorry, not to I cheat de- anybody. I that will quarter defer inch. to the elders. <laughs> uh, but I mean, so so like that so like actually, for, for me, so, that, that's kind of that that, that kind of led me into console gaming. You know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, um, and and I think from console gaming is kind of where I got into also like, you know, the Game Boy and the Sega Genesis because like, you know that was an extension of the consoles. So I was able to take these games that I liked, and again back then like the Game Boy wasn't in color. It was you know the black and white Game Boy. Game Boy Advance color color came out later, but even those you know were like um, gimped versions of like the consoles. You know, so yeah. I guess the those Game Boys were like, you know, the console was the PC and the Game Boy was like the console. You know, it's like the inverse of, of, of PC versus console back then. But being able to play like Super Mario or Pokemon on the go, you know, and not be tied 
to the house was for me great. Right. Because you know, I I commute. I I uh, uh you know went to school. I rode the bus, transit system back in the day. So being able to sit there with my little Game Boy Advance or 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 what have you, um, you know, while the time away. So. I mean, so. I I've talked so much already. Yeah. yeah Go this for is it. this is. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Matt, come on. Oh no, no no sorry if you if you got good stuff to say I mean you know I'm not gonna gonna stop you, um, but it, it's really interesting because a hundred percent like Emiliano, I am with you. Like I made fun of you saying like oh you gaming on your forty six because yes I was gaming on like my two eighty six like Wait, my my, uh, my, uh, it, I, my I uh, that, EGA like, monitor <clears throat> yeah I have one of those mm-hmm. sorry go ahead sorry go ahead. um I I a hundred percent. Um, you know, remember having to do like CD slash, you know, like games slash, you know, and like you had to run like a command line to, uh, you know, command line prompts to get to start your game, right? Just everything was, you know, freaking in DOS yep. or whatever. Um, it's really funny because I had never considered because I had a computer and I also had my Atari 2600. Oh, you yeah. know, and the Atari 2600, you are 100% right. And I'm sure this is also, it's not as big a deal now, but it's the same sort of deal. Like you just shoved the cartridge or whatever in your 2600 and you played a game. There was no like, oh God, what what is the yeah. command to do this? What's the name of this file? And having to be like, oh, D-I-R, enter <laughs> and like read through what and find your executable file yep. and all that sort of stuff. Um. But what's really strange about it is that I, it would take me just as long to like remember and figure out how to get into the game as it would probably like take me to like that I would spend playing it. You know, you spend 15 minutes um, playing the game or um, getting into the game, play it for 15 minutes. You're like, oh crap, I got to go somewhere or whatever. Um, but I, I don't know why this was. I massively preferred the keyboard games or the. Um, the like mouse and keyboard and the PC games more than like the 2600, even though it was so much more difficult to use. It was not user friendly. It was um, like, really, I don't know how if I don't think you could have made an interface that would drive people away more easily than trying to play games in freaking DOS. <laughs> like, I don't know that you could have done that, but I preferred that so much to the Atari 2600 and I have no idea why. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know why, but I, I had that kind of the complete opposite reaction. We kind of had the same similar experience with it, but it actually, I actually spent more time gaming on PC, even though I had a, an Atari 2600 and then like the original Nintendo and, and so on and so forth. I still always had consoles, but I was constantly gaming on PC as well. And I always preferred uh, the PC games. So, I don't know why I'm like that. <laughs> I should, I mean, I could probably say that well, about a lot of stuff, but yeah, I, that's that really interesting. That sort of feeds into why I like PC so much. And I, I love consoles as well, uh, which is probably pretty weird for an average internet citizen to hear um, that a PC player would love consoles as well. But the, uh, the thing about it was like learning that, learning how to navigate those things and how to learn new interfaces. And like that, that's what got me into like it and computer at all, like, and gave me the foundation for the career I have today. And, you know, after the DOS era, you know, it was windows 95 and I played tons of games. Like I was modding empire, uh, oh crap. RTS. Age of empires. Age of empires. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, every game in on PC had cheats, which, you know, you had to buy some stupid cartridge for, cheats on console <clears throat> game shark yeah game shark which i never bought but my friend always had so i've seen what they can do um but then like things like when morrowind came out like morrowind is so formative for me because i i spent thousand hours in that game as a kid and like the first 300 of it was before i even understood how to play the game because the game does not handhold and i was like messing around i was using cheats i was like killing quest givers and like doing all kinds of stuff um but then um i figured out how to play the game and i played the game in earnest and then i was so like in love with the world of morrowind and just the immersion that it gave me that i started modding morrowind and that's like props to bethesda for their like insanely good modding tools 
Um, but like, <laughs> the PC is just my home, I guess. Um, that being said, console, uh, I think is more affordable and that counts for a heck of a lot. And I think some gamers kind of forget that. Um, yeah. like I had zero money, like the game, the PC games that I played were on my dad's hardware and he was like, he was more into the technical side, like installing Linux in like 2002 and, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Um, and so I got to borrow his stuff when, <laughs> when he didn't need it. And so that meant I had nothing to game on most, you know, when my dad needed that stuff. Um, and I didn't have a ton of money. So like scrounging up and going and getting a Super Nintendo from, you know, the, the bargain bin at GameStop <laughs> in 2001 or 1999 or whatever was like, that was so much more attainable for me. And uh, I've told stories about, like, the Super Nintendo before. It's just... <laughs> I love games. That's like, console is, like, the games I grew up on, I think. And that, that continued on until I even got a job. Then I was building my own PCs, like, in earnest. Like, now I get to build my own PC. And, um, yeah, that was... That's where I've been since, because I can afford it. Like, I, like... Yeah. That's like that's it. Like consoles are for people to afford. Yeah. I I mean I mean so so I I agree with that statement as well. But I also feel like console the console experience is unique. Although there are emulators now on PC, but at the time was very unique to the PC experience. You mm -hmm. know, like you know you you had Morrowind. You know, and and um I remember there's some MMOs that were very popular in the day. Um. Before World of Warcraft, there were other MMOs that that were out, that were kind of blocky, not as good graphics. EverQuest was that? You say e EverQuest? EverQuest yes. Yep. So like you had those games, right? But like consoles, you know, we had Final Fantasy, we had um, all the Square Enix ones, um, uh, Chrono Trigger, you know, which I felt had as big and expansive as the world. Um, just you know, in, in sprite form, um, but you know, there, there. Are, I, I, it, to me, I was thinking about it too, like right now, and I think there are comparable games between the two. You know, I'm sure you know, like the the space sim, the flight sims were, were great on the on the on the um, on the PC. Um, you know, but on the console side, you have like you know um, F Zero uh, right. on the Nintendo. You know, um, just uh, and and the console games to me felt more like, not all, mind you. Uh, more like handcrafted to kind of guide you through a fun experience. Um, whereas sometimes on the PC side, you would struggle a little bit with the drivers and, you know, updating software or whatever. Um, but, but you know, I, I, and, and now I'm kind of getting back into the PC side of things. You know, I feel like I can appreciate more that, you know, they each offer something unique for everyone. Although, uh, uh, and maybe I'll talk about it a little bit later, but nowadays... You know, it definitely feels like the uniqueness of each is kind of starting to kind of go away, you know, because um, it seems like now, sure. like, like now you can play anything on anything almost, almost, you know, and I, th I think that's kind of good. Well, some, no, that's something I was um, uh, like, I actually had, had been thinking about for this and in my opinion and like that what's the word for like homogeneity or what are the cross platformness is uh is freaking fantastic um i absolutely hate exclusives it's like uh, like you know because you had like the console wars forever which um i guess are still going on even though everyone's like oh like the playstation 5 is better than the xbox series one x s x whatever <laughs> it is microsoft figure out your name stuff, yeah. please yeah. fuck's sake <clears throat> um and it, but and like right now it's and you ask him it's like do you have a playstation 5 like no i can't get one it's like well does it matter like what's going on but anyways um <clears throat> all that like exclusivity stuff in my opinion maybe there's something out there i haven't considered but it's like just out there to make xbox and playstation more money like to make like rabid fans who want to attack the other one and things like that and then forever you've had like the the pc master race people who have been all like elitist uh or whatever 
And so for me, I absolutely love the fact that like all those walls to an extent are getting broken down. Um, I absolutely hate the fact that um, like the Epic Game Store and like Steam, they're now doing exclusive stuff. It's dumb. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, does Bless Steam you. have exclusives? Sorry about that. Like explicit exclusives? <clears throat> um, you mean the the Epic yeah, Games like I, Store? I, uh, yeah, Epic, Epic Games doing exclusives, uh, things like that. I absolutely um, hate that stuff because when it comes down to it, like you brought up like the multiplayer, which absolutely I think PC broke into a lot earlier because of, you know, the, the technology, um, the ability to just basically have any PC already had like an Ethernet card in it and things like that. Um, so it got into the multiplayer stuff a lot earlier, you know, like the internet multiplayer rather than like couch co-op um, than consoles. But now that consoles are all internet connected and things like that. Um, I a hundred percent, I love the fact that I can play. Um, this is like the only, okay. I play like three games, <laughs> so don't judge me, whatever. Um, so that I can play destiny with my friends on console now, you know, like whether they're on PlayStation, whether they are on Xbox, um, the, uh, the, the game cloud Xbox app. Yep thing streaming cloud xbox yes. cloud i think y'all uh, yeah yeah <clears throat> well that it's, thing. it's 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 data done it. right basically um, google tried to do it but they're they're oh, well, you, you can still play horrible. destiny on stadia yeah, but their monetization is horrible like uh you know they charge you for every game i, I have, ha, no have you guys idea. tried the x cloud you have yes okay. yeah i have i I, like I, I loaded up destiny on it but the problem with Destiny is it requires a separate controller. Like you can't do on-screen uh, buttons. So I loaded it up and I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's like, it looks great, but I, I can't play it. <laughs> I need a controller. Like on your phone or something? Yeah. Yeah. You need, oh. you need an external controller to play it on a phone. Like it'll run it, but you need like a Bluetooth controller or something yeah, to, to actually play it. You can actually use your um, Xbox One controllers as long as they're newer than a certain generation. To map to well, your yeah, phone. Uh, I, I was at work trying to oh, play okay, it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You know, so I didn't have my controller. And <laughs> I was doing it over over, over my cell, cell, uh, cell phone signal. And it, it still played and looked, like, great. That's crazy. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm impressed. Like, you know, for, for me, that's been the biggest, you know, impression. Uh, um, the biggest impression on me is how great... The, this this the, the that X Cloud actually is you know how it lets you play it on technically any device, yeah. Which is like just it's you know. I'm super wary of that though because one you don't own the game, and two the game could cease to exist once it's done, um, which means people later can't play it. Like we're, we're when we once if well sorry let me start over if cloud gaming becomes a like a universal majority activity and people stop buying games they just buy a subscription to cloud and play it there um that gives so much control over the games that you own and play in you you know whatever your time in your house in your property you know among your property or whatever that control you just forfeit to the company that provides the service and uh I know that it's taken for granted a lot nowadays, like having a disc or having something that you can, when your power goes out, not, not the power, because you need the power, <laughs> when your internet goes out or, you know, or you live in a place that's rural, which I have for, you know, several years that doesn't have good internet. I was running off a Raspberry Pi router with my phone, connected my phone, and that sucked. I barely played Mass Effect multiplayer on it, uh, which should tell you how long ago that was. Um, <laughs> like that stuff sucks when games like make it exclusive to some kind of cloud service or always on connection like that's not that's like an online service at that point so I, I'm not going to, to disagree with your point there um, however I would, and again, this is, I feel like we're drifting into we a are. completely different <laughs> we'll episode here, but um, 
I, I would argue that realistically, you like it doesn't matter if it's cloud, it's streaming cloud. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with word, words today. <laughs> I'm sorry. If it's like the cloud streaming service gaming things, rearrange those words to put them in the right order. Um, or whether it's like something you downloaded from the uh, Xbox Game Pass or PlayStation Network or even Steam or something like that. Uh, realistically, when it comes down to it, it is <clears throat> if you keep like if that computer or that console is connected to Internet, um, it's like, uh, you know, it would be pretty trivial for them to lock you out of that game, you know. <laughs> Uh, you download a patch or whatever, and then at any point they lock you out of the game. Uh, you know, if you don't connect to the internet, again, there's all sorts right. of logic ways to, you know, to do that. And so, man, I, I feel like we sh- that's that's a whole episode on how like crappy game developers can be, um, and we just have to trust them not to be. Which it's terrifying. I yeah. don't. And, yeah, and that it's is not, terrifying. It's not a matter of distrusting um, developers because there's a lot of great developers out there, indie and otherwise. But <laughs> giving that type of control is just insane. Like, I mean, for any software, and that—that's why. Like, let's let's stop the rabbit trail there. Yeah. Um, I don't, well, well here, here's a kind of a side question. I mean, do you feel the same way in regards to either music or movies? I do. The subscription services for both are pretty big well, right now. Well, it's also different, right? Because you, if you watch a movie, I mean, it's still digital rights, technically. Like. Uh, well, this is why this is why movie industry is so much more strong about DRM and piracy, and there's so much there's a lot more of a fight that they're fighting uh, because once you watch a movie, you're done. You've list, you've watched the story, and unless it really resonates with you as a, as a as a, a viewer, you're not gonna consume that again. You've already consumed it. Um, you know that's well, why. Well, I I mean, but I, but like HBO Max has a subscription service, and it, you can watch yeah. like movies in theaters like you know almost day of release yeah so um i well they're 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 stopping that they're not gonna do well, that anymore um, um but a lot of them are still coming out maybe like a month later now as opposed yeah. to right on the date so um if you have the service you still get the thing so i i liken it almost to like you know like xbox game pass right where you have a selection of games or you have a section of movies yeah and it's a, it's a subscription access both and both have games that come and go. Same with movies and stuff like that, too. As, as we have talked about before, I am a lazy man. And so convenience <laughs> really speaks to me. So a subscription yeah. service for movies and and TV shows, which, I I mean, honestly, I probably could cancel all of mine because I watch maybe one or two every month. Yeah. Um, There's so many out there right now, too. Yeah, so. Well, and that's the other thing, which, dang, we're getting back into this tangent. Emilio, auto stop it. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, what are you, you mean getting you, back? You Y'all never brought up like, the, the, the the digital, like the games going away. So, and yes, that is a fear. That that too, but like those two things kind of change music and well, music different conversation. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. but movies and TV, just like me, like visual, linear visual media. Um, the fact that you consume it once and it's most likely going to be done for you and the fact that it's convenient you, you've obviously never watched lord of the rings uh, all right you don't just I watch it to that. okay let's get into that <laughs> i'm okay with those types of subscriptions because it gives me access to a vast library that i can feasibly consume right and it gives me the convenience of being able to pick and i don't have to have them on my shelf now that being said if i really like it and the you know the media that I consume really resonates with me. I want a physical copy, uh, which we have. Me and my wife are crazy about Lord of the Rings. We've got all the extended editions, and she has watched the appendices a million hours. That's great. <laughs> but the, um, you know, you can't, it is better to do that for a linear visual media like video. Um, and then it, it allows you to afford the ones that you really care about and keep those on your shelf, but everything else that is that now that talks about the, 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 the potential for disappointment, right? When you play a, a video game, chances are you get hopefully some kind of good experience out of it. Even if you don't enjoy the game totally in a, in a movie or like cuphead, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a deep cut. 
That's a deep cut. <laughs> it is, but I, that that oh. perfectly describes oh. the situation. Um, now, my dogma in like forcing myself to beat it is my fault, and no one else's. But with with movies, if you go to the theater and you see a movie that sucks, you're out ten bucks. Like you're never getting it back. Um, so subscriptions kind of help with that. They they help with that potential loss of time and money that you spend. Um, so I, I don't know for, for movies it, and, and TV that makes so much more sense to me because now I can choose to put my money where I really care about it is the stuff that I want to retain you know a TV I have bought TV shows um, that I watched on subscription services because I want to have it even when yeah. you know I'm not subscribed anymore um, but for for games alright but, I'm trying to bring but, it back. See, uh, uh, well, I, I was I was gonna wait, wait. I was gonna drag us kicking and screaming yeah. back to the topic. Wait, 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 wait. Here, hold on. I'm gonna say my i my piece. Oh my gosh. So, because everything you described is basically Game Pass. It's like instead of movies, you're you're perusing games, and if you like the game, you can purchase it. You know. Um, so I don't can know. Like you, Game Pass is yeah yeah they're they're all purchasable through through well, the game store like. You, you you can install it with Game Pass. He's he's trying to imply that you don't really own it even yeah. when you purchase well, it. Well, say, oh yeah. And okay. I guess I'm, well, you could, I'm now you could bleeding go to my the argument into digital. And get the disc. Like we started talking yeah, about yeah. digital rights management. Yeah, that's that's a whole. And I, I'm I'm conferring the two. Like I'm blurring the two, but purposefully because they that's all mechanisms of control that publishers and game companies have over our experiences, and they yeah. they give it and they can take it away, and that's like. I value games so much that I want to be able to re- replay a game because I do value replaying a game and the experience that it gives me, it like encapsulates the nostalgia and the experience, like the emotions that I have during the game, the fun, like, I don't know, you can get a re- repeat dopamine rush by <laughs> playing the same thing over and again. Ha- have you played any? Because like I have a stack of like games that I treasure that I've stored and I, I swear I have not touched my collection i play fable probably like every ever. three years all the wow. fable games yeah i love those games. nice um, yeah i play super mario That's world great. i've played that game probably 15 20 times yeah it just i have it i haven't years. replayed it yeah yeah i just um just but that beyond just for me like i want other people to be able to experience games how many games have now started just getting disabled everywhere well, um, right. do you buy your PC games on disc or do you buy them digital? Because it's just Steam and Epic that me. are the main storefronts, <laughs> I buy it right? On Steam because <laughs> that's convenient. Consoles have the discs, the the discs, the cartridges you can buy. Thank you for bringing us them. back to the topic of the right? conversation. That's one point in favor of consoles. Consoles, <laughs> you have the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm. I'm going to I'm going to throw it out there and I hate that I'm doing this. I hate myself for this. Uh with our like we talked about way earlier in the episode how developers like make a game and fix mm-hmm. it later. Uh necessarily if you are buying a disc, which I think this is a downside of consoles where if you again, I know you can download directly on the consoles. Um <clears throat> Instead of, which by the way, publishers should just allow preloading. Like that's a thing they should allow, but whatever. Um, if you buy the disc, you're buying like a two to three month old build yep. of the game. And so if you never connect it to the internet and never update it, you have probably got a buggiest game. And so right. in my opinion, I don't know if that's necessarily a knock on consoles as much as it is a knock on, well, one, the developers and just in physical media Why? in and of itself. But so that, that's the current that's development. Like, yeah, when I when I was growing up, the game you bought was the full game. It wasn't. So, sorry, let me it, let me is it, let is me it step in because I think we're so off topic. We're now talking about digital rights management and games, <laughs> whether they're not they're complete, and can you play a game <laughs> offline? And that's all very interesting. <laughs> but that happens on all three of those platforms: mobile, console, and PC. Unfortunately. Um, so maybe the title of this podcast should be really "We Hate Unfinished, Deletable Digital Games." I don't know. We hate digital games. 
No. I, I, I love, love digital, digital games, games too. Uh, I love digital games. I love, I love digital, digital games, games, but I am also like yeah. the person. I mean, I go around t- telling people like in Google we trust. Like that's where I am on this whole situation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Preparing so for the I AI welcome over, our robot you know, overlords. The new AI, AI overlords. Um, but I, I'm actually I am going to get us back on tr- on topic. I swear. Um, so yeah, crack, Clint. You said earlier that you are a sucker for uh, convenience. And so we've talked about PC, we've talked about uh, game consoles, and we've kind of touched on um, mobile. Yeah. But if you're a sucker for convenience, how do you feel about mobile gaming? Because in my opinion, that's like the most convenient out of yeah. all of them. So I guess I'm ambivalent to them because I don't know enough about them and I don't have the time for them. And what I mean by that is um, I got an iPhone 3GS, like the second, third generation or whatever. The I guess it was the third year iPhones were out uh, right at the beginning of college. And so that was like right when the App Store became a thing and mobile gaming became a thing. I mean, Android had it also, but I didn't have an Android before then, so I can't speak to it. Um, I played so many mobile games. I played Farmville like clones that I didn't know were clones because I didn't have a Facebook account. I played... <laughs> I played... Um, words with friends i played all kinds of games i played first person shooters on the iphone um i had my brother-in-law at the time uh was super into mobile gaming that's it like he didn't really play video games but he had apple devices and he played just mobile games and so he would come over you know whenever the family got together and tell me like here are the best mobile games that i try out a few and like tanks tanks is really fun uh played worms on like you can play a lot of things on mobile at the end of the day, the control scheme for me just kills it. Like tap, yeah, touch hard. controls suck. They will never not suck unless for some reason they can like track your finger locations and like do some kind of like smoothing algorithm to like make it so you can control things really fine with your fingers and just like the way they're, you know, squeezed or curled or whatever. I don't see that happening for the next 10 next 10 years at least. So yeah, mobile touch screens So what ended up was like, I only played mobile games when it was convenient, which meant when I was avoiding schoolwork at school (laughs) or I was on the run or like I had nothing to do or I couldn't afford any more games or whatever. Like mobile, mobile gaming is fine. Nowadays though, there are a lot of cool games, but they're all, you know, knee deep that I know of. Uh, I know that, um, we'll talk about Genshin Impact. Don't give me that look, Emiliano. <laughs> but no, I, I, go, go, go ahead. I, I wanna, I'm gonna counterpoint you, but go ahead, finish please, your statement. Please do. Um, he, he's actually he's actually playing Genshin Impact <laughs> right, on his phone right speak. now. That's why yep, he's looking he's, down. He's, <laughs> I don't even remember what the words are. Rolling a new avatar or something. <laughs> stop, stop buying microtransactions. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it, it's just. I think like Monument Valley is an, is a good example of a game that I really enjoyed, but it's really short. Um, and there's a lot of like puzzle games that are just they're cool, but then they're done, um, really quickly, I guess. So I I can't remember there. I know that there's like some really cool third person besides Genshin Impact, like 3D. Because the the technology now is like almost indistinguishable from like the two thousand late two thousands era graphics. Like mobile devices are so powerful nowadays, you you can play like full PS two games on mobile devices. Um, I wouldn't know how to do that, but um, it's it's like totally possible. So there's there I guess there's potential for depth, but uh, I haven't seen it. So. Um, I've had a lot of fun in mobile gaming, but it's not, it's just don't have time or, or patience for touch controls. So, so counterpoint to yeah. all that. Um, and yeah, I, I think back cause iPhone four is when I first got into iPhone gaming and yeah, the con- touch control was bad, but the, the tech with touch controls nowadays is so much better. Like it, it definitely feels like 
it, it has adaptive touch where it can, where, it, you know, um, you know, I have a, you know, big finger and when I'm touching the screen, it seems to kind of know what I'm trying to do a lot of the times and do what I want it to do. Sometimes it doesn't always work, but it definitely feels like there's some software running behind the hardware to make it a lot smoother, especially okay. when you're playing games. Um, so, you know, you mentioned Genshin Impact. So um, let me talk a little bit on that with gaming. Cause you know, I started Genshin Impact on, my, on the mobile phone, you know, and it was great. I mean, what you mentioned about, about the, the, the hand controls is true. Um, your thumbs and fingers block the screen when you're playing and it takes away from the experience because, you know, if an enemy shows up under your thumb, you know, it, it, it interrupts the gameplay because you're having to reposition your hands, you know, yeah. it's for that too. But Genshin Impact on the mobile was amazing, you know, um, it, it had Zelda elements to it in a huge world. Um, but its combat was focused on rotating your characters um, and and creating elemental reactions in order to defeat enemies. And it, it looked beautiful. You had like the graphics were amazing on the phone. Um, I remember I tried playing it on the PS4 and it ran worse on the PS4 than it did yep. on my iPhone. Yep. And it's crazy. Like the PS4, it ran horribly. Like it was stuttering. It was dropping frames. I, I couldn't play it because like I'm trying to move and I would be dying because, you know, like things Your would character. freeze for a second. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, I recently, you know, thanks to Crack, started playing Genshin Impact on the PC. And what wow. Have done? What like, have I done? It, 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 it is impressive. You know, I've gone back to play it on like the mobile. I'm at the park watching my kid soccer practice. Yeah. I can still play it on the mobile phone. Um, playing it on the PC definitely makes it feel like the lesser option. However, I'm at the park sitting in a chair playing Genshin Impact. Playing on PC and, is the lesser option? Or no, no, mobile? I'm sorry, playing on the mobile, playing okay. on the mobile phone. But I'm playing the full game on my phone at the park, you know. It's the same game, like like nothing between the mobile and the PC and the console PS5, I, I, I'm talking about now because I hear that one is still a good experience. Yeah. Nothing's taken away. It's the same experience that sounds, minus the controls between like mobile, PC, and console. And it's it's incredible, you know. Um, um, as for other games too, uh, I feel like uh, uh, there have been a lot of indie games being ported over to like the iPhone and, and, the, and the Android. You know, like um, like on my phone right now, um, I have Dead Cells, Hyperlight Drifter, uh, Monster oh, Hunter wow. Stories, which was a 3DS game, but they ported it here. Binding of Isaac, um, Kingdom. You know, again, uh, playing it on playing it on the on the phone takes some getting used to. It definitely feels like the lesser version of those games that you can play like on the Switch, another mobile device, or on the PC. Um, but just having that freedom to me, you know, being able to play. And then the xCloud too opens up a whole other window of console games on the go. And right. I played xCloud on my cell service and it was great. It, 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 it felt fantastic. Um, so the, the one caveat with mobile gaming that I feel has been so detrimental to the gaming industry as a whole is the gotcha games you know the games where you're rolling uh, uh opening up a chest and hoping you get the weapon the character the skin or what have you in the game like i think that because that that's like a huge money maker and that's kind of infected console gaming it's infected pc gaming now you know we have mmos they've incorporated a bunch of that crap into them you know, we have Madden, which is just riddled with, you know, Ultimate Team, Gotcha, Games, EA, Battlefront. Um, so um, it definitely feels like, you know, a lot of these, uh, although, um, Matt, you'd mentioned that you don't like exclusives, you know. I, I don't know. I feel like I kind of like that identity of uh, the console or the mobile or the PC, you know, like, like, uh, uh, Sonic, that's Sega, you know, 
why can't why can't we just all be friends <laughs> why, why can't we all just get along well, that, 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 i mean you know i i just i just feel that that kind of competition helps create um great games uh i i i doubt i i don't know in my mind this is what i'm thinking have you, you guys have played horizon zero dawn or you, or you have right right crack i have yeah would right. that game have been made like the way it was for the pc because I feel like Sony wanted a blockbuster game, and they went to Naughty Dog, and they fed funneled them money to make this like masterpiece for the PlayStation Four. Like that was like a a, a, sh- a showpiece for the PlayStation Four. That sold systems. Would that so, game have been the same? Uh, okay, that's, um, that's I, the, hang on. I wanna I wanna interject ahead. on this uh, because I have some uh, opinions. I have them right. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so. The only, in my opinion, the only people that benefit from that sort of stuff from exclusives are the developers, are, are the publishers, are, uh, yeah. the platform that they, yeah, the, the publishers. Thank you. Uh, those are the only people that benefit. It does not benefit the consumers because this is the deal. If they want to make a game like that, they are going to make a game like that, um, and it doesn't matter who. Like as long as somebody is like paying the bills as long as the light stays on if that developer wants to make that game and they're given the freedom to do so they are going to uh make that game like uh i know halo is not necessarily like the greatest of examples because there's a dozen of them or whatever and some of them are great some of them suck but there are some truly amazing games that were made by bungie when it was owned by microsoft you know, and so, um, yeah, that was a, that was a console exclusive and everything like that, <clears throat> or, a, or an Xbox mm-hmm. exclusive. But then Bungie continued to make the games they wanted to make. Now they did stumble here and there, um, but now that it's on every console, realistically, the current version of Destiny is probably the best it's ever been, and like it, people are are loving it. And so, if a developer wants to make a great game. I think they're going to, and I think opening up to every platform helps the developer and hurts. Like, and the the only person that gets hurt by exclusives is yep. the consumer, because um, if I can buy, like, I will throw sixty dollars at well any publisher that I'm, you know, that is that not you don't conscientiously you know, abusing to. their employees yeah. and yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, um, I'll throw them sixty dollars. You know, the fact that because like right now. I only have a PC. Um, I mean, I guess technically I have an Xbox that has not been booted up in over a year. But I, you know, so effectively I only have um, a PC. You know, I would pay. Like if Horizon Forbidden West, I think is the new one. uh, If that was on uh, PC, I would buy it. I would play it. But Sony wants you to buy a PlayStation. So they're going to force you to try and buy a PlayStation. It's like, like, oh, look at this game that we've made and how exclusive it is. And you can be cool too. And all, and like all the women will love you and you'll drive a fast car. And like, if you just buy a PlayStation and you know, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. exactly. Right. Um, so I, I am a hundred percent for cross cross platform, everything. Um, now asterisk, and this kind of goes to what you were talking about, uh, previously, uh, with uh, Geshen, Gen, Gesh, Genshin, Geshen yeah. Impact, Genshin Impact, whatever, um, <clears throat> your 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 mobile game. So, like, recently, I have been playing a lot of Elden Ring on PC, and I'm having kind of the opposite reaction. I get like, there's there's times again. I'm not. I'm running on like a, a four year old graphics card. I do have a pretty good uh, PC otherwise, but it is a four year old graphics card. And there's going to be times, like, there's times when it stutters and things like that. Supposedly, it runs great on console, but I absolutely love the fact that, yes, 100%, if I had a console, I could play it on console. If I have it on PC, I can play it on PC. Um, If I have friends on both, I can play with both. So it is, um, I think the exclusives are completely, completely anti-consumer. I absolutely (laughs) hate them. And I love the fact that... um, I would love to see the distinction between console gamer and mobile gamer and PC gamer. I would love to see that go away. I would love to just be like, oh yeah, I play, um, 
whatever i play geshin impact and not have it followed up with like oh do you play on mobile or pc or yeah playstation or whatever you know i just want people to play games that they want to play on the platform they want to play it on with the people they want to play like i want to see the the i want games for everyone <laughs> like that's you know thanks I was for coming just my say TED that. talk i'm running for office <laughs> um, you know I, I do want to jump in <laughs> like that that's uh, my opinion because i agree with you 100 percent matt um miliano i i to respond to what you're saying like would forbidden would uh horizon zero dawn be made for any other system it gets kind of tricky when you're talking about like okay what influences did a game take in to become what it is so if we put a restriction on the design of the game and say okay the game that naughty dog was going to make or or whoever i can't remember um who made horizon zero dawn if if the game they want to make is a third person action rpg that is set in a post-apocalyptic you know world open world and is like cinematic linear cinematic or not linear but uh cinematic um has cinematic elements and like you start adding all of these requirements for what the game is going to be i feel like the developer is 100 percent control on that of that the part where it doesn't quite make sense is the control scheme and that's where unfortunately i think matt your uh games everywhere for everyone mantra kind of breaks down is that mobile does not have the controls that pc has and console does not have the or pc does not have the controls that console have now you can plug in a controller to pc but that's like a dual compatibility decision that the developer has to make when they release on pc does it support a controller right which most games do nowadays uh thankfully so like i think there are influences like monument valley can be played on any platform i think i don't know but it was designed for mobile and so the inputs are rel relatively simple, right? And it, that affected what type of game it was on. So you have a point. Like, where it's developed has, you know, a huge impact on what kind of game is going to be made. But I don't think that restricting the game to one platform is necessarily good for the games, <laughs> you know? I, 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 It's tough because there's an economic part of it with the publisher and the, the the supply and demand there's the controls and mechanical parts of it and then there's the design and the vision part of it and all of those things i don't think it's as simple as like games on playstation are going to be made in a certain way now there's lots of influences that go into it so i, I get your point i just i personally i can't i can't i can't support exclusives i hate them so much yeah well i mean um so so here's here's kind of my my, my final whatever mm -hmm. to to that and those are all good you know i i i agree with your points however um like bungie i agree with you bungie did wrong. not make did not start with destiny bungie started with marathon marathon and then and then yeah. microsoft bought them and then and they made xbox at the behest of microsoft in order to sell xboxes so they made halo and it was good and people liked Halo. What Halo and Microsoft Halo allowed them to make Destiny 2. Yeah. Without Microsoft, they would not have made Destiny 2. Same thing with 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 Horizon Zero Dawn. I think it was Naughty Dog. Prior to that, they'd done um, Sly Cooper, which was like a, a platformer. Uh, and you're like a thief. Play, you play like a, a raccoon thief or something. I, I'm yeah. kind of hard to remember. They, you know, they made a bunch but, of games. But, they were really yeah, prolific. but all for the PlayStation, you know. So when they made Horizon Zero Dawn, that was Sony going to them saying, here's our new console. We want you to make a game for us. And they pay them. You know, I I don't know who would have, like, who um, can a publisher, like most of the current stuff nowadays are kind of more indie, lower budget titles. Not that they're not any good, just... Horizon Zero Dawn was a big budget game made specifically for the PlayStation. And I just don't know if a developer could have spent the time that they spent on Horizon Zero Dawn and made that game like for just on a whim for the PC. Um, one thing about the PlayStation 5 that has me very intrigued is their adaptive controllers. That the the idea behind that, and I, I know uh PC has like steering Steam wheels control. that do something like that, right? Yeah. 
Um, but and Sony, uh, yeah, VR and oh, Sony is very, but but the, the adaptive controllers I've been reading about, like certain games that take full advantage of that, either the, 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 the racing, the shooting where the gun jams and stuff, the ideas behind it and the developers that are implementing it sound to me like have me excited to get a PlayStation 5 because of that tech, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I just feel like um, I like exclusives because it allows these developers to make the games that they want, you know, that I don't think we would have without these exclusives. Like I, I just I just don't see yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn be made without Sony's backing. If Sony wasn't there, I don't think Naughty Dog would have made Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't think we would have Forbidden West now, which looks fantastic. We wouldn't have God of War either. God of War, and they've both imported the PC, which is fantastic. I, I, I will continue to yeah, disagree. I, I still have to disagree because who's funding it Sony. is disconnected. No, who who is funding a game <laughs> yeah. is not necessarily connected to the the the, the console. Like the, uh, yes, I, yes, that and, that is true. I don't want to say yeah. like I don't want to say this to be like you're wrong, Ronan. Mm-hmm. All games should be on all platforms, and you shouldn't get a PS5. Like, if you're excited for a PS5, that's awesome because games are awesome, and everyone should play them, and it should be everyone should have fun playing them yeah. because they are fun and they're awesome. Yeah, on, on, on any, any platform. Um, that being said, it games for like, everyone. I know, it just software doesn't work like that. Like, it's not better because it's on PS. Five, like it's if it's better because okay, it's not innately better because it's on PS5. <laughs> they put the time into building it for PS5, yeah, and that's why it's better on PS5. And a port of a PS5 game could suck on another. <laughs> like God of War was an excellent PC port, um, but the uh, oh, crap, what was the Square Enix game that was ported? Elden Ring. No. Final Final Fantasy. Maybe it was. I'm Wait, trying to that's... remember. There was another PlayStation exclusive that got ported to PC, and it was terrible. And that was absolutely a value decision that that the developers made in in not investing the amount of time. Grand it Theft takes. Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Oh, that's a <laughs> the the PC port of Grand Theft Auto. I hear is horrible. I uh, yeah, I don't know about that situation. I'm not into the Grand Theft Auto games, but. Um, I know. I just know that it can be done. Is that if if yeah. a publisher or a developer decides to put the the money into adapting it, minus the control scheme difference, right? If you can only play a specific game experience, and the control scheme like it's designed for, so as long as you have that control scheme across platforms, I think it could go anywhere. Um, but eh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We just yeah, know that I, I, Ronan, I Ronan hates us because he's the PlayStation no, no, guy. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I don't have PlayStation 5. Like, I'm just saying that I feel like, you know. Um, <laughs> no one does. Yeah, Ronan. no one does. But, you know, uh, money makes games. And I don't know if Naughty Dog would have had the money to make it on their own. You know, um, like with Destiny, you know, Destiny, oh, Destiny yeah, needed that, that's Activision. That's why they, they get into publishing deals. Yeah, Destiny needed, needed Activision in order to make Destiny. And that was Dude, a bum Destiny. deal because I think Activision yeah. did them dirty. But now that they're separate from Activision, they're able to do their own thing, which still has some problems. But like Bungie wasn't able to do that on their own. Everything they've done until now has been because of all these other, you know, things that they've done i feel like the problem at the heart of that is publishers versus um console makers right and who's funding the games it's like i could make a game on a freaking i don't have any specialized hardware in mind but like i could make a game for like an lcd screen slapped to two buttons right and if i don't have the money to make it then that's going to die and i maybe i'll make it on a pc platform instead like when you remove the game from it because the game can go anywhere, in my opinion, that the control yeah, scheme... Yeah, no, no. I yeah. mean, Horizon Zero Dawn's on a PC, and it I, apparently it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Good. You know? Um, yeah, I, I love... So I love the how, how cons, uh, controllers now seem, seem to have a universal button layout for the most part. You know, yeah. game to game. PC has the Q and E key and the WASDs. I love it. Like, yep. QE? QE? I'm like, oh, this is... It's all the same. Genshin Impact, QE, WASD. Uh, Dying Light, QE, Wasset. I love and, it. And, 
Emiliano's referring to the W, A, S, and D keys, which on PC you use to control forward, back, left, and right. Yep, forward, back, left, and right. It's it's great. And, and then you and then you play like Halo, and it has a different Halo Infinite, and has a different oh, like keyboard oh. layout than any other first person <laughs> yeah. shooter, and it is uh, it's, it's so stupid. I luckily you can remap it again. That I think the versatility of PC is definitely one of the big things. Oh, um, that's nice about I, it. I do want to say, this is such a nitpick, so I'm sorry, but Bungie making Halo, that was not an Xbox platform game. The first trailer went live in an Apple keynote because it was going to be released on a Mac, and then Microsoft mm-hmm. stole it from them. Well, not stole, bought but them. bought, bought yeah, out from bought under them. them. Yeah, it wasn't originally and, and developed. That yeah. ended, <laughs> that effectively stole the gaming, like PC gaming scene from apple which i mean that that just shows halo itself was not was going to be a pc like a not a pc a desktop computer game um in the mac so but would it would it have been as popular on a mac yeah all all you mac gamers sound off well that's that's, (laughs) see that's that's the counterpoint because that's it it would it be as popular on the mac it would be limited by Mac's like player audience and how how many people can afford a mac not very many people. I, I bought an OG Xbox because of Halo. Yeah. I went I eventually into Target. Got one because of Halo. I bought it, and there was a gunman that came in, and I had to run to the back of the of the of the Target <laughs> because oh, there was no, a guy with a gun in the front oh, of the wait, what? what? Okay, <laughs> we we have to end the you're, episode. You're taking this soon. first person shooter thing too too but far. I want to hear this, the this story. Is, this is can years you, ago. Can you tell no, the story? Well, I mean, yeah, it's 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 like so. I I walked into Target. And I see some like guards tra- taking a guy into like a side room and I'm walking and then all of a sudden the, gu- the guards walk out with their hands up and the dude has a gun on them and everyone just runs to the back of the room. I you know, we're back there for a bit. and I guess the guy must have ran out. But that, I mean, that was that was it. It wasn't a big thing. At the, well, I guess it was. But did the yeah. cops show up? Eventually. Yeah. But did they I, set I up left like a perimeter I, I, and not let anybody I, in or did you I, just well, I go left. get back in line? No, 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 I got my stuff and I left. Like, you know, I was able to, I was able to still buy it and I just took off. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to wait here for the cops. I think I want to get out of here. I'm so. also not leaving this line because I'm about to hand over my money. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it was Ronan hard to get an Xbox at the confirmed. time. And so I had it. And I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm buying confirmed. this thing. I'm not going to. Ronan is the most, it, he is the alpha gamer. <laughs> he is the, the original gamer. <laughs> no. I mean, and I dude, dude comes out of the room with a gun. And I just, I just stayed in line. No, man. no, I wasn't no, 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 no. I mean, we all ran. Everyone went to the back of the store. There was like a lady hiding inside of a circular uh, clothing rack, crying. And I'm like, man, I was like, you know, oh. it's it's okay. Nothing's, you know, because I, I think the guy just wanted to get out. He didn't seem like he was trying to come and start anything. You know, like oh, I guess he just... must have been caught. He pulled the gun on the dudes. They walked out, and then I, th- I, I, I mean, at that point, I was walking to the back, or I wasn't running. I was kind of hurriedly following the crowd. Um, <laughs> For any yeah. international audience listening to this, we swear this doesn't happen very often. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! When, when did the Xbox come out? The OG one that was like ninety one or three or oh, something. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Two thousand whatever. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's my that's my target. I mean, Story. statistically speaking, it's happened to 33% of us. <sighs> yeah. And with that that optimistic note... <laughs> Just throw, throwing it out there. Oh, but so the, the, the OG Xbox Dukes were amazing. I yeah, those. I liked them. Mm-hmm. I, I liked the smaller form factor too, but I yeah, do. Yeah. I played a lot on, on the old ones. So who won? What, what, what platform won? Matt, Matt, Matt was tallying the scores. Matt, what's the score? Uh, the score is the one that you have, and or the one that your friends play on with you. That's that's my that's my final uh, yep. tally. That's what I got. I like it. Don't don't spend money on yeah. loot crates, please. <laughs> also, also Buy solid physical. advice. Um, but for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, this this episode went all <laughs> over the place. Like this is definitely not where I thought we were going to go with this. But again, I mean that in I had fun. I think it was a good talk. So yeah, absolutely. Um, And if you made it to the end (laughs) of this episode, we appreciate you 
a lot because uh, it probably was not the easiest of listens. I apologize <laughs> for that. But hopefully you got some good information about that. Hopefully, um, if you agree with us, awesome. You're you're a good person and we appreciate you. If you don't agree with us, uh, let us know in the comments. Let us know what we got wrong. Let us know what we missed out on. Um, <clears throat> I will gladly argue with you. In the, I mean, uh, politely disagree with you in the comments and things like that. Uh, remember, we are on uh, Twitter. We haven't been the greatest about our social media, but we are W Sometimes Show on Twitter. We occasionally game on uh, twitch.tv slash winning sometimes show. And you can always email us at show at winning sometimes.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. 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 Not the easiest of listens. What are you talking about? We're great. Ha, 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 ha.